Wow, she didn't say anything? No recording in progress? Oh, I heard it. I didn't hear it. That's so strange. <laughs> oh my god. Hi everyone, I'm Becky. And this is Claire. And welcome to another episode of Polly! So in this podcast, we always discuss things related to musical, theaters, and plays. And I guess we should add movie to that list today because in today's episode, we are going to cover a high school musical. I'm so excited. Also, it's a movie musical in a way. So we don't necessarily have to add movies, but we should actually sort of edit it in the past considering That's we true. did Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that is true. You're yeah. right. Which was also a movie musical. So... Yeah. It's kind of different, I think, because it's animated. Uh, I don't know. I have a soft spot for animated stuff. Don't we all? My God. We should really do more animated stuff. I know. And I feel like this is going to be an interesting episode because I'm going to be <laughs> trying my best <laughs> to take the lead on this one. Um, oh, so that's you what you're laughing about. Okay. I thought yes, you were like am- announcing ahead of time that you have reservations regarding the subject material. Oh, I think everyone has reservation about this. Except for me. I don't know. Except for you, probably. Yeah. No, but that's good because at least that we won't be trashing on it the entire way through. One of us we'll needs to be somebody... confident about this. And I yeah. guess that somebody is going to be me <laughs> for this Yeah, time. and you feel positive about this. That's great. Um, yeah, so it's not going to be a 90 minutes. I don't know how long this is going to be, but like a whole lot of negativity going on here. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. So we'll see maybe... I, don't, I don't hate it that much. Okay. That is a good disclaimer because <laughs> I feel like at least back in the day, like people had strong opinions about us. So maybe those opinions are still circulating. People hear that you have any reservation. They're like, what? Or conversely, the other way around, kind of like the Twilight craze and people who are like, you have good opinions about High School Musical. Oh my God, that's so childish. Stuff like that. So um, I do feel like people have like opinions. I don't know what the opinions are clearly and I'm very bad at guessing what the opinions are so we will find that out soon enough though um but before I rudely very rudely cut you you were saying that you were laughing nervously because you're presenting this time (laughs) I am and I think the last time when I did this was in Lion King which is who knows how many episodes ago that was and I think there was a good reason why I stopped doing it and I let you take over for this entire time because you were doing you have been doing such a great job at this Thank you. um yeah so if you guys hate me whether or not that's because I suck or because high school musicals suck you can let me know I guess no, no actually don't let me know if I suck keep it to yourself we yeah. tolerate no clear hatred in this uh in this podcast we not can at blame all. high school musical for it that's okay Okay, but and anyways. if you go back and listen to The Lion King, you don't like that either, and you have no reason to blame anything on anything specific, also keep that to yourself. But um, <laughs> I feel like you saying like, oh, you've been doing such a good job at it is such like an older sister like method. You know how you would say to your like younger sibling, oh, you've been taking out the trash so well, you're so good at it. So they'll do it instead of you. <laughs> That's the strategy. That you're I can relate, with. actually, because um, I never do that to my younger brother. Uh, yeah I just told him to take out the trash no I'm the mean (laughs) one he's like I don't even want to encourage him so he'll do the work for me it's like literally this is your job what and he's been listening to you yeah 
Wow. Isn't that great? Got that to train fantastic. them since early days. Yeah. Yeah. I should have taken notes. <laughs> I feel like you're a little bit hesitant. Probably because you're in a middle child, no? No, it doesn't work. <laughs> if they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. Who wants to take out the trash or who wants to do, wash the dishes, you know? Yeah. Okay. So this technique is proven to not be working. That's yeah. Okay. I should have tried your way. <laughs> <laughs> take I was out the trash say or next else. Time, but like, there's no next time. So. There's no next time. No. <laughs> What do we usually do? Oh, we usually give a short summary, right? We do. Yes. Okay. So I don't know if there is honestly anybody who needs like a short summary of this, because if you're born, I think somewhere in the nineties or something, you probably were in the bubble when this thing was like a hype, really, really, really bomb hype, whatever. Um, but anyways, here it goes. So this High School Musical is actually a pretty typical modern-day Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. So it tells, like, a story between Troy, like, a basketball team captain, which is so typical, my God, and Gabriella, which is a smart, nerdy, and shy new student, and how they bonded over singing. Does that sound about right? I think that sounds about right. Oh, okay, that's done. Yes, that's that done. Yeah, that's a short summary. Yeah. yeah, it is a short summary. It's short and sweet. I like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that encapsulates High School Musical to its bare necessities. I'm not going to take the leading from you, but I'll ask since I'm already talking. <laughs> so kind of what was your first point of exposure? Um, So the first movie came out in 2006 or something, Ooh. right? Something like that, I think. Or 2002. No, 2006. And I was not going to expose my age but I was pretty young back then um I think I first saw it because in Taiwan you have like a dedicated channel just for Disney stuff yeah so any Disney movies or or shows or cartoons that you will watch just on that channel and our family used to watch that channel quite a bit because they're literally four kids um including myself so we watched that channel a lot and this thing come out and this thing was huge and I think we saw it like clips from from the tv and funny enough is my biggest memory of high school musical was actually in my middle school days because I was in a club mm-hmm. and the club literally do nothing but watch t- watch movies That's nice. <laughs> so it's like a movie watching club that's a lovely club I know I know I love it uh, because back in Taiwan everyone has to pick a club and we have like a dedicated club time I mm-hmm. think every once in a while so you have like maybe 40 45 minutes just to do your club activities which actually now that I'm thinking back is not a lot of time so you can assume um, how it would go with my club is literally we have to stop in the middle of yeah. the movie and we'll come back to it maybe in like one or two weeks or something like that. So in one of the week, I guess, we were watching High School Musical 2 and it was so popular, like everyone from the club loved it. And I guess for a good reason too, because it was really catchy, um, it has pretty nice songs and it was really big, especially the High School Musical 2 in Taiwan, because one of the pretty famous Taiwanese singers actually made a Chinese version, or like a Mandarin version of the song Bet On It. So there's like a Mandarin version of that, and he made the song super popular, and that's why everybody knows about it. So yeah. Bet On It is such a good song, oh my god. We won't get into this one here, (laughs) obviously, because we're only covering the first one, but oh my god, that's such a good song. I always find this thing really funny. And the golf course. <laughs> it is, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I mentioned it to, to yeah, you just really before, awkward. but mm-hmm. High School Musical 2 is definitely my favorite from the trilogy. I really, really like it. So I don't think the scene from the golf course is the funniest that the franchise will get. And for those of you who are familiar with the franchise, they know which one I'm talking about from the third movie specifically. Oh, you mean uh, the Troy scene? Like when Gabriella was singing in front of the audience? Yeah, so I think it was in Scream, actually. And oh. it was a really, really funny. It was like kind of like he was walking on the stairs and like being really, really melodramatic, just like he was in the second one. Um, <laughs> really, really funny. So, oh, okay. yeah. Do you remember? Did it like conjure a memory at all? It, yeah, but I was actually thinking about a different scene. Oh, which one? Um, so it was the first scene in the third movie where he was playing the game and out of nowhere, like Gabriella C just scream oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. That, and then he, I thought that like, was really funny yeah dunks the ball whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no the, the, he has like a very similar one to bet on it but in season three and I thought that was hilarious but um yeah yeah that is very valid so you only watched it you watched it by yourself first and then you watched it again in the club and then there was like a craze about one of the songs yeah was it like a consistent experience like was there an actual like craze about it in school Besides what you did in the club, did, did you hear people talk about it at all? Um, Not really. Not a lot really. of merchandise everywhere. I think it was popular, yes, but it wasn't um, like too big of a deal because it was still in English, right? And mm. primarily in Taiwan, what's, what was really popular was like Mandarin singers <clears throat> or Taiwanese singers. And we follow J-pop a lot back in the days before k-pop was was really popular so i think that was um sort of like the era that i was in and english music was more on the the niche side uh gotcha yeah okay yeah so for me i actually first got exposed to high school musical because of the hype my parents didn't believe in cable tv so if i wanted to watch like the disney channel i would have to go to like a friend's house or grandma's house where Mm -hmm. they do have cable so I didn't have that fun exposure myself but literally everybody and their grandma was talking about high school musical it was huge it was everywhere and I was the only one in the dark so we got the dvd because they begged for it pretty much I had the dvd I listened to it a lot a lot a lot and I got hype I was I wouldn't say necessarily obsessed obsessed but I definitely knew my way around the high school musical scene I had merch um I have you know like my ideas of whose outfit is nice or which guy is the best and stuff like that so it was a huge talking point which is why I was kind of surprised when you said like uh, there wasn't that much hype comparison to what I remember it like being for me um and it pretty much stayed like that until the third movie uh so the hype was pretty constant and I mean obviously some things like it died down to an extent and then rose whenever a movie came out but it was always kind of like in the background Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like expected that you would know everything and anything about it I think you would be like really really um cool if you knew like the lyric because like obviously again like you said it's in English that that like really distinguished you from somebody else like if if you busted out the lyrics I think people were like oh my god you really know your high school musical obviously everybody had it on their like mp3 players they had it sometimes as a ringtone for phones so that is just to say the hype was really really real and that is 
my journey for it. I heard it first through the hype, then I investigated and I bought into the hype. Nice. Was your family also in the hype with you or you're sort of the only one? Emma knows High School Musical very well because I put it on DVD all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what her opinions were. I don't think she was as much in the hype. She was very young. So it is a little bit different for her. But uh, just because I kept playing it after the hype went down anyway, <laughs> like it's something she'd be familiar with. In terms of everybody else, nobody in the household has the same taste as me for these. It's very, very sad. It's really tragic. Um, my Parents like prefer like heavy dramas and they don't like things that are lighthearted and cute and whatnot. And that's exactly what I like. Like my brother is the most similar, but he doesn't like like musicals that much just because he remembers songs after hearing them once. So it's really right. annoying to him. Right. I um, so I was a little bit alone in here. Aww. Like Emma, Emma was there, but she was very young. So it doesn't, doesn't really help me that much family wise. Your siblings were like really into it. So I think my older sister was the even a bigger fan of High School Musical than I was because mm-hmm. she was really into English. She studies English like super hard. And I know that's a weird thing to say, like she's really into English, but she literally wakes up super early every day to watch this English show, like an English talking show, I think. Which um, one? it's it's a Taiwanese show that pretty much teaches you how to speak English that's cool so she watches that every single day in the morning and she learns English on her on her own so her English was really really good for yeah I, I don't I don't even know why to be honest but she was really into pretty much anything that's like American or Western so obviously she's also into English music and therefore she was a much bigger fan of this than I was. Um, I think something that really helped me to get into it was also just how much she is passionate about this kind of thing. And also my aunt who I was living with, she is the type of person who will watch literally anything with us. Like I remember we will rent Naruto and she will be watching Naruto with us. Oh, and even my own parents, I know even my own parents aren't interested in anime or anything that's like, childlike or childish um so to speak so they wouldn't really care what I was interested in but she like my aunt she is literally the best person to to have as a guardian when you're a kid because she would just love to talk about anything with you so yeah that really helped it I don't think I was obsessed with it um so kind of like what you said I guess but I definitely enjoy the music and I think um to the point I was like oh this is pretty cool you know like I think liking something that was Disney or liking something that was English or Western was like a cool thing back mm. in the days yeah because everyone else was, was interested in like Japanese music or even K-pop was starting to rise um a little bit at the time but English music was like whoa you feel like you're more superior <laughs> in a really weird sense no I know exactly what you mean just like with the lyrics sometimes we would have like we would have people in the class who just Mm -hmm. like spoke English among themselves to like showcase how intelligent they were (laughs) in a way we thought was kind of like we're a little bit judgmental about that one but people you do you don't care like you shouldn't care about what other people think but um yeah like the cool kids they showcase their superiority in any which way they have wow Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, let's just get into the long summary, which is actually not that long, but we'll see. 
So um, the movie opens with two teenagers who met at a holiday ski party to unexpectedly sing together in a karaoke event, which I thought was actually really weird. Cause why? I, I don't know. Just who does things like that? Just like, oh yeah, you go sing in the karaoke song, and and you go. And the thing is, nobody else was listening. Anyways, did you yeah. realize that? Like nobody was paying party. attention. To- then why did they feel like obligated to sing together? Oh, because like a- somebody told them to. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I just thought it was really weird. Fair um, enough. And by the way, I love his face, uh, Zach Efron's face here, because when Gabriella started to sing, he kind of goes like, oh, crap, now I got to sing this whole thing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so after that, they exchange numbers and they promise to call each other really soon. But before they even get a chance to do that, Troy returns to school after the break where he finds Gabriella in his homeroom. So it turns out she just so conveniently moved to his school. And as he was showing her around the school, we sort of have this villain. So we're introduced this not really villain, I guess, but villain in this case, a drama club president, Sharpay. And she thought that Gabriella is also interested in the drama. So she convinced the president of the like a camp club, mm-hmm. which is um, a person called Taylor, to recruit Gabriella and making them friends indirectly. Meanwhile, during a basketball practice, Troy is distracted by the thoughts of Gabriella, also you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I don't know why I find this kind of funny, but it's just the whole thing of like, oh, Sharpay is actually kind of cute. I think he said something like that. So I thought that he was interested in Sharpay. No, he was saying that for his mates. Like he wouldn't want to trash talk another person. Be oh. like, oh, Sharpay, why on earth would you be into Sharpay? That's kind of like gross. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. I don't know. I just find like the any like the romance, especially in movie, the second movie, a little bit weird. But anyways, we'll I mean Sharpay is definitely forward. into Troy. Okay. Well, that justify it because he was thinking about singing and thinking about Gabriella. And Gabriella also tries to ask Taylor more about Troy, but then turns out Taylor thinks that he is quote unquote from an alternate universe and they do not belong together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess during this time, Troy also feels like his family, namely his dad, who happens to be the basketball team coach and mm-hmm. his friends might laugh at him for wanting to give the singing thing a try. So anywho, um, Troy manages to slip into the audition room without alarming anyone else. And he ran into Gabriella there. And after Sharpay and her brother, Ryan, who is my favorite character, by the way. Um, Ryan is finished, awesome. I know, I love Ryan. <laughs> finished their audition. Um, Gabriella steps out and told the teacher that she also wants to audition. And Troy sort of had no choice but to volunteer to sing with her as well. But they were denied because they were late, which I think makes a lot of sense. But after helping out Kelsey, who is the composer of the show, she offers to show them how the original duet was supposed to sound like. And they just so happened to sing together. And of course, they sound nice. So the teacher came back and said that she's willing to give them a callback, meaning that they get, they are given a second chance, basically. And as this news travels around the school, both Troy's teammates and Gabriella's friends were super surprised that they are interested in singing. And after finding out that Troy can do activities outside just the basketball, other students in the cafeteria just started to confess their secret passions and talents, but they were constantly being told by other people that they should stick to their current status quo. So later, Troy and Gabriella shares like 
a tender, sweet moment together as they open up to each other about wanting to break out of their perceived persona. And both of them started to spend more time together practicing. So Troy obviously um, <laughs> misses his practice maybe once or maybe twice. And that upsets his dad and his teammates, especially his best friend, Chad, as there is an important game with scholarship opportunity next week. So Chad teams up with Taylor and they come up with a plan to sort of try to like drive Troy and Gabriella away from singing the musical so they can focus on their upcoming competitions. So they basically trick Troy into saying that Gabriella in the audition is not important and Gabriella watches this through like a hidden webcam and obviously she's very upset and that leads to Gabriella not wanting to talk to Troy and Troy is like, what the fuck happened? And because Troy is thinking about what happened, he's unable to be at his best. And Chad and the basketball team feel really bad about it afterwards. Well, I don't even think that they feel bad. They were just like, oh, he's not performing well anyway. So that might as well just tell him. So they told Troy what happened. And he goes to Gabriella's house to explain and they make up. And, and what happened? And <laughs> then, <laughs> then um, overhearing Gabriella and Troy rehearse, and realizing, I guess, how good they are, Sharpay mm-hmm. had this really genius plan, to be honest, by moving the callback to the same time as the basketball game and um, the competition. So I think it's like a, a what it, like a camp competition that Gabriella was in it. It's so, yeah, it's like a science competition, I think. Right, right. And Kelsey, who becomes their new best friend, overhears this conversation. So both the basketball team and the science nurse team make a plan together. So on the day of all the competitions, they'll hack a computer to delay the championship game and cause a chemical reaction in the science competition that forces everyone to evacuate so that Troy and Gabriella can make it to the callback. And obviously it's like a very typical happy ending because they successfully performed this beautiful song and they were given the lead roles and they go back to win their respective uh, competitions. Oh my God, this is like too good to be true. But anyways, <laughs> and the entire schools sing this iconic number in the school gym. And mm-hmm. that brings us to the end of this movie and brings also the end to my agony of having to talk for this long. Aww. Becky, how did you even do this for like these many episodes? I honestly have a lot of respect for you. Thank you. That is the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> oh, really? Ouch. <laughs> No, no, I'm joking. Um, But yeah, you did a good job. You did a great job. So since I am already talking again, we might as well go into what you thought about like the characters, the plot. Do you want to start with music um, like we used to? What what do you think about for a game plan for this? Maybe we can start with the plot, like the story. Then we can dive into the characters. Then we'll move on to the songs. Okay, you definitely thought it through. So what do you think about the plot? I thought it was a very typical plot. (laughs) Honestly, I was not impressed, nor was I amazed by the plot. But it's like, you know, early 2000s. And -hmm. there is a lot of young adult movie at the time. And they pretty much follow this formula. Um, So I thought it was pretty typical in that sense. To be honest, I sort of have a tendency to like the first movie better than the sequels. Because I feel like it touches more on some of the more realistic problems that 
every high school teenagers will go through like oh my god singing is gonna make me look dumb like how <laughs> how do I break up this perceived persona like how do I make other people see me differently and that sort of things and I guess thinking back it's like oh that is such a dumb question but when you're a teenager and when you're at school I guess you will naturally worry about how others perceive you so I can sort of relate in that you sense. worry about how other people perceive you like your entire life I don't think it's school only I that's think true but then in, in the school context is more intense no because it's yeah. like everyone's watching and you're so close to each other you were I mean I don't know maybe you had a, like a more insular high school experience than I did but we had over like a thousand people I think at our school and most people would not know who you are I think in that kind of environment oh, okay. did you have a really small school um I think so well and I was also in IB program right Mm. so IB has like maybe about 50 people so it's definitely a small group of people and you pretty much take the class with the same group of people over and over again every single day so there is no hiding definitely and yeah yeah Yeah, that's more like my middle school experience so I can can Mm. definitely relate to that yeah so it really depends this high school seems really really big like it was really funny but did you notice they had like there is no way you wouldn't notice with Gabriella's song but they have giant posters of the basketball team in the school so I feel like the school is big it probably has a lot of people encompassing it so you would know like a few key characters um or a few key students such as Mm -hmm. Troy obviously my guess is you would probably know Sharpay as well um and that's pretty much it you would stick to your friend group and you would know like the gods of the school or whatever the gods of the school which actually now that I'm thinking about is actually kind of interesting because Sharpay's from the drama club and it's so rare to see like a queen bee coming from the drama club you know like usually it's a cheerleader or something but it's a person from the drama club and that's, that's nice but usually, I don't know, it just, it seems like usually people will paint people who are in drama club as some sort of like nerds or freaks or something. But I'm glad that they that made true. drama club looks cool. But she's also the rich bitch blonde. So oh, that's true. <laughs> that is another factor. And that really goes full force into the rich bitch blonde trope in the second movie. Yeah. So I agree with you. There's a very basic plot and it makes sense it's a Disney Channel first of all um Disney Channel wants to make it as palatable to as many people as possible and this is definitely palatable inoffensive movie I wonder if this is something that helped it become so successful how simple it is how straightforward it is like people just get to see the charm of the characters themselves because they don't have to think about any plot element they can just like relate to the elements that the musical really wants you to see like the wants to shine I personally don't mind the formulaic nature of it like I'm a big fan of rom-com rom-coms tend to be very formulaic I like um movies and like musicals like this that are more light-hearted which also tends to be a little bit formulaic because I prefer characters myself so there isn't much to say about the plot I have to say just because it is basic like you said you are more of a plot person did Mm -hmm. it I know you watched it when you were still like young obviously so you would have some kind of nostalgia to it your standard wouldn't necessarily be your standards for everything today and you also have a huge dislike to high school um related musicals <laughs> so I'm really curious if the plot irked you um 
I will say, to be honest, the one thing about the, not the plot, but like the, I guess the entire movie that stood up to me when I was watching it as a young adult was a culture shock, really, because、oh. I didn't know how high school in America would look like, and this is kind of like my first exposures into seeing like a high school life. Teenagers、mm-hmm. oversee would have. So when I moved to Canada, I actually base my expectation of how Canadian high school life largely <laughs> on based on this movie and be like, oh, there's gonna be lockers, there's gonna be you know huge cafeteria, sports is probably important, and everybody and, will be singing. Okay, maybe not that. <laughs> I'm like not that dumb, but <laughs> but that's a lot of the expectation I sort of have, but. I don't know about your high school, but my high school was definitely not big on sports. Like basketball, it's like not really that big. It's not something that the entire school will celebrate or care about. There's not a lot of like that sort of like sense of community where everyone sort of knows everyone, and, and not in the sense like, oh yes, I have a small group of people, but not in this in the sense of the movie where you know, like everyone was kind of like. It just seems like they know every single person. Like、mm-hmm. I only know the very small group that I went to class with. But then, if you're talking about this really random person from I don't know, PE class, I wouldn't know who they are. Yeah. So it, it's hard to relate to that. But yeah, but my school, my high school, had a super small cafeteria. We don't even eat in the cafeteria.、Oh. I saw people with these trays. You know, like it seems like they just got food from cafeteria. Yeah, that never happened to me. Really?、Um, yeah, so expensive apparently. And we always just bring something from home, and everyone from my high school literally just sit on the floor and eat, which is also a culture shock to me at the time because. As an Asian person, you don't sit on the floor and eat for the most part.、Mm-hmm. I guess if in the hallway, you mean sit on the floor, really? Yeah, like in the hallway. Because yeah, I don't know. I I think visually, obviously, apart from the singing, the high school experience I had is kind of similar. So we did have like the bigger、uh, the bigger cafeteria. I don't know how it is, by the way, in、uh, BC where you went to high school, but in At least in Toronto, a lot of schools have a specialization.、Um, so they would have like, oh, this school is really well known for their arts program, or this school is really well known for their robotics program, or something like that. And our school was really well known for sports. We had a really good sports program.、Um, so a lot of people who are outside our school district would actually come with like a sports scholarship in a way. That being said, even in our unique case, sports wasn't a big deal. I would know of some sports because it was also in yearbook, so I got to cover. I got. I did a lovely spread on table tennis team. I can't imagine you would know anybody based on the sports they've done alone. You would hear an announcement: so and so won first place or third place in so and so competition in the regional competition or provincial or whatever. You would hear their name technically, but they, it wouldn't afford them any special status. Mm, I see. Okay.、Um, By the way, our school、mm. is known for music. I think. Oh, that's nice. The band is very, very, very famous. So you did have that. Okay. So it's probably like a Canada-wide thing then, or maybe like big metropolitan area、um, wide thing. I don't know. But so even for us, ours I think would be the most closely related experience possible in Canada, at least、uh, based on the sports. Program thing that definitely did not ring true. I think it's it's a huge huge trope in teen 
movies in general like you know you have the cheerleader like you said before and you have like the jock and these two tend to rule the school I've never seen that take place and we did have cheerleader I was a cheerleader for like a month um really? yeah wow and- that didn't like nobody cares if you're a cheerleader or not literally the uniforms are very cute but nobody cares um the cafeteria though the cafeteria is very very similar to what they had there but I do also have the unique experience usually not us if you are in a really big like group if like for example ESL kids tend to stick together especially if they're from a certain country and there is a huge representation of them they would tend to sit like somewhere in the hallway in the the cafeteria tables are not that big like can we house that many people you know mm-hmm. um so I would see the eating in the hallway thing that you had experienced as well but cafeteria was pretty big for us a lot of the kids would just go outside to grab their food though like they would go to like a Timmy's or they'd go to Starbucks and that would be kind of like their lunch period mm. okay interesting yeah I always find it interesting how our high school experience was just so different yeah even though there are a lot of similarities of course yeah for sure but you also did IB which I think is like a special case it's Mm -hmm. not going to be like the typical high school experience necessarily yeah that's true yeah yeah how what do you think about the characters I really like all the characters I like all the characters um and it could be because you know not only did I grow up with this musical myself but I also got to see them grow throughout a span of the three musicals I don't think I can separate my view of the characters from the movies each movie that they've been in just to segment them like that obviously I can refer to what events they went through or didn't go through at whichever point we're talking about but I just they're so likable um Sharpay and Ryan are my two favorites, by the way. When I was younger, it was definitely Troy and Gabriella, which makes a lot of sense. Just all the characters are so fun and entertaining. And they're so, like, I don't know. They make me feel so, like, peaceful to just see them and be peaceful? around them. Peaceful? Yeah, because, like, it just it feels so familiar. I don't know. Familiar how? I have no... It just feels like like something that you really like you know everything that is going to happen you know how um everything is going to go and that gives me like a very peaceful feeling of like oh you know I know I'm gonna be for a good time I'm, I know I'm gonna like be entertained I know um these characters will act so and so and I'll know like oh this is something this character would say and this is something that character would say and this is how they would act and that kind of like familiarity just such a nice feeling I don't know interesting pretty mm. much the opposite because oh. <laughs> I feel like there's too typical that I if I can predict something that's gonna happen I there is a slight chance that I would enjoy it that's why but, you're in there for the plot and like yeah. that's exactly the differences in our economy if you're in there for the characters then like seeing a character is like seeing a friend I think like some somebody that you're familiar with somebody that like you know you like and if you're there for the plot, you're probably looking for something to analyze something new that is like different and exciting each and every time. And when you have something that is like really plot dense or has a lot of like minute information, you can like reread it or rewatch it again and again. And you always have a good time because you'll always find some detail that you've never noticed before. But something like this, this probably must be our kryptonite because it's very familiar, very samey. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, have you heard of the High School Musical, the musical, the series? I have. I haven't watched it. Um, okay. Obviously, I know it because Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. <laughs> she got her fame from there. Um, but I haven't watched it because I like the movies a lot. And the concept feels a little bit strange. Like if it was a blow by blow of the musical, but expanded to a series format, Mm-hmm. That would probably intrigue me more just because I know that I like it. Um, so I would either be pleasantly surprised by how well they're depicting the characters or I'll be horrified by what they're doing. <laughs> right. And here, I feel like there is so much, like they took a very simple idea and that affords them so much creative and creativity like they can do whatever they want with that series because the idea is so vague and so broad so because of that I didn't watch it mm. no that's fair that's fair yeah I Have also you? didn't watch it no yeah I, I don't think not. it would be your style <laughs> no <laughs> yeah I mean I've seen YouTube videos like trashing on it and maybe not trashing but like they are they were reviewing it Mm. And that's pretty much as far as my experience. What with did that they say? Musicals. Oh, they they just said that it's really bad. Uh, I okay. yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any reviews. I think I've heard people talk about it, and they weren't like condemning everything that it's standing for. So mm-hmm. I took it as like, oh, it's it's at least okay. And obviously, it brought us Olivia Rodrigo. I like her music, so there are definitely pluses to its existence. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Clearly, I have no knowledge of it whatsoever. Um, so you mentioned Ryan is your favorite character if we're already discussing characters. Yeah. Is there a specific reason? Like, do you think he's just like very relatable to you? Because um, he wasn't highlighted hugely in this movie. Um, so no, far. I think I'm biased because I based uh, I based my liking of him on my experience with the second movie. Yeah. Where I think that he was really, really cute. <laughs> he was. He was adorable. Yeah. yeah, very sweet. So I think it's because of that. Like, he definitely did not have that much opportunity to shine in this one. Like, he's mm-hmm. pretty much just like, um, what do you call it? Like, he's a side character. Pocket, he's just like, your yeah, yeah, yeah. twin brother. Exactly. Here. Exactly. And he's not that important. Um, if anything he's just like this dumb character that you kind of see on the side mm-hmm. but he's still sweet I don't think he's like evil or anything and so yeah I, I like him a lot the other characters that I think I sort of enjoy um, was was I it used to be Kelsey uh-huh. but then after a while like I think I grew out of that phase where I think she was cute <laughs> no yeah but that's okay there was still so, time Kelsey, okay i thought you were going to mention like another character that you currently like but i guess not oh no is there a character that you specifically really dislike or dislike in general i guess that's a great question i don't really have anyone that i absolutely hate mm-hmm. i think if anything his dad slightly annoys me but um but that's about it how about you do you have anyone <laughs> 
No, um, as I mentioned, I really like everybody in there. Okay. I think I can see why everybody's acting the way they do, the motivation behind everybody. Um, I did mention Sharpay and Ryan are my two favorites, and then it used to be Troy and Gabriella, which makes sense as a kid. You're supposed to like them, but I really, really like all the characters and the side characters, especially like Ryan. Chad is a lot of fun. I really like. I I was kind of lukewarm on Kelsey when I first saw her because she didn't really have a lot of characterization like her characterization in the beginning was just like oh the person who plays the piano and gives you the music for the final musical the dark thing Mm -hmm. so um but her characterization did improve in the third movie yeah I don't know Uh, she kind of forgot what happened in the third movie but okay oh okay I mean well we might cover it stay tuned but um yeah yeah I think even the parents like his his dad isn't meant to be very unlikable he's meant to be like more strict and he's a little bit harder on him he has great expectation for Troy but he is not unreasonable in a way you know Mm -hmm. but yeah um what do you think about Troy and Gabriella or two leads I feel like the not just this movie but all the movies put a lot of emphasis on Troy instead yeah. of Gabriella, which is something that I feel like was a little bit of a shame because, yeah, I don't know. It, it just would be nice if we can also see a little bit more development from the Gabriella side. But for this movie, it's definitely very heavily focusing on Troy mm-hmm. and how he breaks out, out of that. Um, the so-called, like, I guess, the basketball boy you have to be the basketball guy that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh I don't hate him I think it's fine um uh, but it's because like they don't spend enough time with Gabriella that I feel like she's kind of just convenient you know mm-hmm. yeah I just way? didn't feel like a lot of characterization were um coming out of her okay that's yeah. true I mean she's none of them are super complex and a lot of the issues that even Troy who's definitely more dominant out of the two main are facing are kind of external in a way mm-hmm. uh, because they have external pressures to be who they are to be only the basketball guy or only the science nerd and not to pursue other avenues of what they like like they have no inside pressure for that really besides like the reaction of everybody else so I can see what you mean by that for sure yeah okay okay actually I feel like it might be hard for people who are born in like the early 2000s to still feel like it's relevant because just because like how it depicts a lot of the things that we are used to but I don't know if it's still gonna be relatable for like the new generation so what do you think like do you think it ages well yeah or... I think it absolutely ages well because it's basic in the best possible way That's true but I don't know like I think the concept is relatable but then the movie the visuals a lot of like even the music okay let me flip this around and ask you okay how do you think it aged badly because I'm trying to like what you're saying is very interesting it is definitely by now an older movie because movies Mm -hmm. age so quickly anyway but yet I think it's gonna be kind of like a timeless classic because of how universal it kind of feels emotion wise like whether you can relate to the characters themselves not necessarily the setting Oh, so we're talking about only the character struggle? No, no, in general, like... Oh, in general. Yeah, because I feel like 
it will be kind of universally remembered as a classic to an extent, not necessarily a classic like Titanic or whatever, um, <laughs> more in the vein of like Heather's or Mean Girls, which also have a more of a like prototype or a basic plot. I feel like that is kind of like the path the High School Musical is going to go through. But you tell me, what what makes you think that it aged since 2006, you said? Yeah, because I obviously rewatched the thing for the episode, right? Yeah. And first thing first, I think the fashion sense is really out of place. Like, fashion recycles. It comes yeah, back. And yeah, true. Like, but too, then yeah. it's like when you, if you're a teenager, let's say, right? And you're watching a movie that is dated back to like, I don't know, 1920s or something. That's it's a costume. Gonna... That's a costume drama. Yeah, but it's not going to be like a cool thing. It's not going to be trendy. Are you just, gonna... I disagree heavily, especially I... now. Y2K, <laughs> this one is like the 2000. Y2K is out in full force. Like the fashion they're wearing is going to be pretty iconic if people were to see it right now. I feel like fashion is one thing, but like let's compare it to another movie we've seen, which is Heather's. The 80s fashion is clearly not what's what's stronger now. And it clearly dates very much to the 80s when we watch Heather's. Did it bother you when you watched the plot? I think it bit. adds. I think oh, it really? adds. Totally. It puts you in the time. It puts you in the place. Like it really it it does the costuming for you. Even though when it was like um when it was showcasing, like it was completely generic. But by now, because we know how the 2000 looked like fashion-wise, you know that this is like where they're at. You know, this is the setting. And I think that really, really helps. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Did they come on too strong? I feel like I came too passionately about this one. I mean, you can hold your opinion. I just don't think that if I were to watch it again now that I'm gonna feel like it's relevant that's fair that's fair okay like something like my fair lady or sound of music it also feel outdated it doesn't mean that I won't enjoy it like if we're just talking about the clothing but it just doesn't feel like it's relevant I mean obviously but like yeah that's something that you keep in mind for everything you watch like if you watch something from like the Edwardian era you're like okay this is outdated I mean obviously things become fashion like things become outdated in terms of fashion but I think it adds when it becomes outdated because now you know exactly the setting much better like it's not just generic everyday uh current day it's oh this took place in a 2000 and you can see how relevant this clothing item is to the 2000 how their mindset works better rather than something that is contemporary so for me and that could be personally like just purely um a personal thing for me clothing styles that are very indicative of the era that they're at um they age like wine rather than like Mm -hmm. milk okay so we're moving on from other elements of how you think this might not work for modern day audience yeah i also feel like it's the 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 plot is just too superficial (laughs) But like that changed from the 2000s like was the plot revolutionary then it wasn't and that's the thing like after the hype is gone because I think it was revolutionary mainly because we didn't have like a teenage musical thing that was big back then like it has bright colors it like Disney was still going strong at the time blah 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 all the stuff but now if you want to watch like a teenage teenager related musical how difficult is it going to be you have so many options why do you have to stick with high school musical what options do we have well 
<laughs> there's a lot like Heathers. There's Dear okay, but that Heathers is not like, a musical and okay. it existed before High School Musical. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Like, it's much more interesting than High School Musical. So why should I stick with High School Musical? No, but that's not like talking. I feel like hmm, I don't want to be mean, but I feel like the argument doesn't stand because like musicals or movies in general that focused on teens were actually a lot more abundant in the early 2000s the 90s and the 80s where they like really got their start with like John Hughes for example um rather than something that is current in general lighthearted stuff lighthearted like movies are in the decline unless they're Disney or some other really really big commercial studio so I think after High School Musical it becomes a lot more difficult to find something that is bubbly and fun and simple and caters to teens but there used to be a lot more options beforehand compared to now especially if it came out in 2006 rather than like 2002 because it came after like Mean Girls for example if anything the reason why it might be so successful is because there was already a huge amount of hype so the early Mm -hmm. 2000 had a lot of really really well-known and well-loved and respected teen movies that came out so for example like Mean Girls like we just said or She's the Man or A A Third Cinderella Story stuff like that Right now, it's very difficult to find those. And I'm saying that as somebody who really likes that genre. I'm not denying that. No, no, no. I'm not denying that there is less movies like that. I'm just saying that maybe as I grew up of that phase, so I don't feel like it's relevant to me anymore. Hmm. Maybe teens these days still really love High School Musical. Who knows? It just it seems a little bit outdated and seems a little bit lame to me um if that's something that you tell people that oh yeah I'm this is something that I'm really passionate about I don't know I'm not I'm not but like you know me I love an argument and uh this one just tickled my fancy because I was like oh I this seemed really like a classic to me so I'm really curious about what points but I think to me at least it sounds like you grew out of that phase and this is something that no longer interests you specifically rather than something that is like an identifiable trend about why it would be outdated maybe (laughs) okay so we covered plot we covered characters to an extent what elements do you think made this movie as big as it was I feel like it was the timing the timing that is I think it came out at a really good timing where a lot of trilogies or a lot of like the high school teenage stuff was like literally at its peak and uh, and you don't see that anymore like mm-hmm. things like twilight things like hunger games I and mean, hunger games like come up a little bit later than that but like a lot of the things um that were popular during this time frame was really teenage focused things yeah. <laughs> so i think it came out at a really good time um, so that's for sure and the other thing it's like the probably the color and the, the fact that they choose to make it super lighthearted, super easy to follow like super catchy mm-hmm. definitely has something to do with that uh yeah do you think the musical component helped at all because I feel I like so. if you already mentioned and we mentioned in the past there was a lot more option there were a lot more options for movies catered toward teens at that time so maybe what really distinguished it in my opinion at least uh, might be the music especially considering this didn't get a theatrical release in the first um for the first two it got um direct to Disney Channel or direct to movie equivalent for both of them so people had to tune in and watch it and pluck it from obscurity that way in a sense for it to become big enough that by the 
time the, the third movie came out, it did get a theatrical release, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not even something that is as widely available as a movie that would get a theatrical release. I mean, I think the timing has more to do with it, but <laughs> but yeah, sure. I think the the songs definitely helped as well. Probably. What do you think? Oh, that, that was my theory. That's, like that's kinda, your theory? That's I kind of pushed okay. it onto you just to see whether you agree. But I think it's a good segment to talk about the songs. Um, The songs, I think the songs are fine. Like they are not that nice to me oh, anymore okay. like I don't like it as much anymore I think it's just very cliche um hip-hop but that's fine um yeah but that's okay I think the only song that I remember like without re-watching the whole thing so all these years the only song I remember was like Breaking Free yes. and, and that was it Is that <laughs> but your that's a very iconic song from this movie mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a favorite actually hmm do you have a favorite song? It's Breaking Free. It's Breaking Free? Okay. Yeah, for sure. That makes for a lot sure. of sense. <laughs> um, though I am really partial to Stick to the Status Quo. I love that one as well. But Breaking Free, there is no more iconic than that song, to be fair. To be honest, I think We're All in This Together was also very iconic. You did mention that. I think, to me, what was the most iconic about it, besides, I guess, the chorus, is the clothing choices for everybody. Um, at least that's what I paid attention to. Like, the red dress that you wore, I would still wear it to these days. Apart from that, I think what gets closest to the level of Breaking Free is uh, Start of Something New. Okay. Yeah, Start of Something New is also fine. Yeah. I think the most memeable one, though, is definitely Get Your Head in the Game. Like, I've seen that one all over the internet. Yeah. Um, and there's this really funny clip where um, they take out like the music so like the music playing out and uh, you would just hear like the screeches of the floor and the dribbling of the basketball and stuff like that so that was really hilarious to see too but to be truthful in my opinion every single song in the movie is for the history books all of them are just so iconic and it could be because I flooded my senses listening to it very very frequently so I'm very familiar with all of them but they're all really good Mm -hmm. the only one that is I would say is my least favorite of the bunch is funnily enough Troy and Gabriella's rendition rendition of what I've been looking for that one is the only one that is like a little bit iffy to me but everything else is really really fun so what I really appreciate is how much time and dedication for example Sharpay puts towards her craft and puts towards like the things that she's passionate about you see that pretty much in every single song that she sings both in this particular movie and definitely in the the ones coming after that which to me is something that I absolutely love I really like the passion from like Troy and Chad every time they're on the basketball together um like I feel like the characters have very strong um characteristics in terms of like you're clear on who they are what they represent and how they would behave in a certain scenario for example Mm -hmm. which definitely comes out in the music they sing and like the approaches and mannerisms that they have during a performance or during a song yeah I know and I think like the performance itself I'm sure you know this by now and I'm sure most people do the fact that Zac Efron didn't sing this one but he sang the other in the other two movies he actually did sing it I would never have guessed if I didn't hear about it like I feel like it's so seamless 
everybody else did sing their parts obviously and they sounded great which you wouldn't necessarily expect from you know a Disney movie especially one that doesn't get a cinematic theatrical release like they got really good actors um who know their parts and acted well they got really good like singers really good performers even some of them that are a little bit weaker it works for the part for them they have some really good vocals for some members so we already saw Vanessa Hudgens in Tick Tick Boom and I mentioned that I wasn't a big fan of her there but I'm a big fan of her in High School Musical I think she's perfect for the role of Gabriella and every song that she sings really really works well for her too um, but to be fair the songs aren't difficult I think they have a good amount of difficulty like if you're in a karaoke, every single time I went to karaoke, by the way, I sang uh, Breaking Free with another person there. Like, there's no oh, really? way you okay. avoid that in a karaoke, I feel. Because it's everybody knows this one. It's a really easy go-to, and it's a lot of fun. But if you ever tried singing When There Was Me and You, uh, that is kind of difficult, I would say. I think, like, there is... I've heard I've heard that traditions of that one. But yeah, it's not like they're super complex. They're not Sondheim. We can put it there, but they're not anything to sniff at either. <laughs> Where to next, Captain? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's honestly all the questions that I have prepared. Oh my. See what we can come up with. Yeah, I feel like everything we've done like was skirting around the movie rather than like the movies of like I don't think like we talked about like oh you know Troy as a person is so and so and Gabriella as a person is so and so or the plot contributed to this for whatever reason this like musical number was good for the plot because of so and so you know okay do you have any thoughts you want I don't oh (laughs) it would have been a lot easier if I did for me it just because I like this movie and I feel so familiar with it I just accept everything that is there. So mm-hmm. you challenging it, I think, was great for me to consider why I like what I like. Okay, my opinion is that there is nothing too deep that you can dig into. That's why. I disagree with this. Okay, what do you think is so deep about, I don't know, Troy or Gabriella or anyone? I don't think there's necessarily like, to. I feel like how they contend with different conflicts that arise in their lives is really interesting. I wouldn't necessarily, I don't know if you would call this deep. They're not experiencing anything that is a really deep introspective challenge necessarily. Mm -hmm. And they're not introspective people by nature. I wouldn't know if you would call this deep, but how they react to their problems is really interesting. So like Gabriella's tendency to run away from her problems, which we see again and again, um, but we see the genesis of it here is one thing. And then Troy's tendency, which is kind of like to fuck up and then to try his best to make it work by charming everybody, but still contending and dealing with his problems hand on. What is really interesting to me and It's something that you would see a trend on later, but when he has a problem and he fucks up, he doesn't go to anybody else. Like he tries to contend with everything himself. He doesn't necessarily seek advice. Um, He's like, oh, you know, based on my idea of this person and how they would react to things, this is the course of action that I need to take. And usually it works for him, which means that he's really knowledgeable about other people. And this is something that he'd be really good at, like not only the charisma part, but also being very personable with them. What is really interesting is that Gabriella, who has been shown to be so mature as a person, um, have all these accomplishments, she seems very collected. Her first instinct in any line of issue is to run away 
and leave everything behind um, and not fight for anything at all. So I don't know. There are definitely some some interesting portions. And what is really interesting to me, which you don't get to see much here, but a big character in all of these things besides Troy and Gabriella is Sharpay, who what I love about her is how ambitious she is and how much of a go-getter she is. Like, even though everything just like blows up in her face time and time again, she still tries um, not necessarily in the most reputable ways always like she usually goes for the underhanded method but she gets right up back again and she is always willing to like give something a second or a third or fourth like god knows how many tries she is very resilient and determined so there is definitely just by seeing how people react to their own scenarios and problems some characteristics or some uh things that you can discern about them even from a basic movie like this hmm okay I guess what you said about Gabriella running away from her problems is slightly more interesting than the other two because I honestly don't think Sharpay is all that interesting and I don't think Troy is that interesting either hmm. maybe that has something to do with the fact that she's always in a new environment having to fit in and stuff No, that's true. Maybe. I feel like she's probably, maybe this is something she saw from her parents, for example, her mom, because she always had to relocate, just like got that kind of ideas from her. Meanwhile, both Troy and Sharpay, they have parents who presumably stayed where they're at their entire life. They're relatively successful. They're charismatic. Troy is definitely following in his dad's footsteps, and that seemed to please everybody in the town and the family. That's kind of like the expectation that were set upon him. And then for Sharpay, it's never something that she actually had to deal with. And you would expect somebody who is as rich and privileged as she to get handed everything. Uh, but she has a really good work ethic. Like I obviously clearly really like Sharpay. She has a really good work ethic. She is very resilient as a person. And she is willing to like go after, but also give kudos when the kudos are due. And you would see that in the third movie when she doesn't get into the school that she wants, but her twin brother does. And even for this, like when she was wrong about something, so about Dick, um, he is like, oh, you know, he's been going after her the entire movie. Nothing came out of that. So obviously yeah. it's a plot that uh, got <laughs> dropped very quickly. In the end, after they have like the we're all in this together scene, she's like, oh, I love your cookies. They're the best. And then like she runs after him because... She's admitting that she's wrong. So I don't know. I find her very interesting, very, very likable. And this is definitely more so for the characters that have more emphasis on them. The other one are definitely support and are there for that mainly. But there is stuff to think about. I, I think that they're just very typical. Like maybe it's because I have a very low patience and tolerance for high school stuff. Yeah. And for all the high school stuff that we cover so far, like it just always seems like there was a pattern. Like the, you know, the popular kids, the queen bee, like the the shy nerds or whatever. Like it's always this combination. So after a while, I just get I just get really sick of it. So I don't think it's all that interesting. Like go get her, sure. Like ambitions. That's pretty much the common trait across every single person in all the high school music, like all the high school related stuff that has a strong personality. I just I just think that it's not unique and special but what you said also makes sense and what you said about the cookie scene that is also a very good point because you <laughs> I actually kind of forgot <laughs> about that scene <laughs> until you mentioned it so I'll give you the credits of that 
Okay, that is fair. For Sharpay and Ryan's performances, what I think is something that always crossed my mind is how awkward it must be because they're siblings um, mm. to have this performance of like a really... Because I was thinking about it, but what would they do if they got the parts and the parts are clearly meant for like people who are lovers? I suppose like they... like. Trying Gabriella guy because of their chemistry, because of the soulfulness they sang the the song and how much they stared into each other's eyes and whatnot. What would they have done if they got the parts like they wanted? Because obviously they can't do that. I don't think it will be an issue for them to be honest, because it just seems like they're both very passionate about performance in general. So should be okay, no? No, <laughs> no? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe with twins, you have this special something. And I don't know. You've been watching Um, too much Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm not even suggesting that. I'm just (laughs) saying, you know how like sometimes you feel disgusted with your siblings? Like maybe if it's someone who are like very close in in age, like literally the same age, like would you see them more as friends rather than siblings? I don't know. I feel like you have to be like really close to somebody to like see them as a sibling. To see them as a sibling? Yeah. Really? Yeah, no. Oh, 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 I don't know. oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about like friends that you see as siblings rather than Oh, no, 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 no. The other way around. No, the other um, way around, yes. The other way around, the other way around. Um, <laughs> you don't see your sibling as siblings? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're strangers to me. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> Ouch. Emma, where are you? <laughs> it's better that she doesn't hear this. I think we can, I, I don't think any of us can talk about it. I don't remember the gap between you and your siblings, but there is a healthy gap between my siblings and I, so. Yeah, we're not that close um, in terms of the, the age gap. Yeah. We're like three years apart. So who knows? If you're only one year apart or if you're twins, literally the same year, like maybe it's easier. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't thought about that. But every single time I see it um, or I listen to the soundtrack, I was like, oh, I really wonder what would have happened if they got the parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they didn't get the parts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For real though, it doesn't come to effect. We talk about the other one, specifically me, I'm the main offender here, so much. But for some of the performances that they've given, I think Sharpay and Ryan did a better job for the song than Tron Gabriela sometimes. Like, Oh, absolutely agree. Because they have a different version, so it's very clear and distinct which version is Troy and Gabriella's and which version is going to be Sharpay with anybody, so Sharpay and Troy or Sharpay and Ryan. Because Sharpay always goes super over-the-top pop, while Mm. Troy and Gabriella always go for like a ballad or some kind of like a slower romantic song, as opposed to like high-energy numbers. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the same version of the song because that's what the audition was so it has to be the same sound a lot better in Sharpay's version compared to Troy and Gabriella's version no I this agree. one is one of the cases actually so I prefer what I've been looking for with Ryan and Sharpay compared to Troy and Gabriella but... <laughs> all right so surprisingly in this portion we have our trusty dusty busty (laughs) quiz and the quiz is which high school musical character are you and it's from buzzfeed okay so i guess we'll i will be the one introducing the questions so first question which of these songs would you rather jam out to what i've been looking for fabulous we're all in this together 
Start up something new. I don't dance and get your head in the game. So, oh, since I'm doing the questions, you're answering oh, first. Okay, okay, I didn't realize. Um, this has my all-time favorite song from any High School Musical movie, which is "I Don't Dance." So I'm definitely clicking on that one. Really? Okay, interesting. Now that's an, actually a pretty good choice. Um, I don't know what I've been looking for. I guess I don't really like any of these, but that's okay. Okay. Choose a color to paint your whole house: yellow, red, purple, light blue, orange, and pink. Light blue. Imagine having a bright orange house or a purple house. Even that would be quite scary. I think I will choose yellow. Actually, I am assuming based on the pictures they chose that it's the exterior. Ah,、uh, huh. If you could pick a sport to play in Olympics. Oh, okay, that didn't、play. change your question. <laughs> your answer, sorry. No, it did not. <laughs>、um, Swimming, baseball, whatever makes me look good. Golf, basketball, and does, does the how do you say this? Um, decathlon? scholastic decathlon. Yeah. So that's the competition that she did. Right. So which one? Oh, sorry, I'm going first. I keep forgetting <laughs> this. Um, I'll go、that's、with the、okay. scholastic decathlon. Okay. Um, I will choose. What would I choose? I will choose golf, probably. Bushy, yeah. How would your friends describe you? Okay, here we go. This question: smart, selfless, caring, goofy, popular, and independent. Awaiting your input to describe you. Yes. Um, I'll say smart. Ah. Um, I'll go with caring. Pick an activity to do for a whole month straight. Read. Sing and dance, go shopping, sports, study, hang out with friends. I wonder how many people are actually going to pick study. Like who picks study? None. Yeah, for a whole month. Like who does that? Okay, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Read. This is golden. Um, I'll pick sports. If you had to work at a resort during the summer, which job would you pick? Okay, this is clearly not based on just the first movie, but. Three, it didn't say first movie. To be fair, well, this question is very targeted towards the second movie. Anyways, the options are talent show organizer, activity coordinator. No thanks. I'm already rich. Private trainer, helping in the kitchen, and lifeguard at a pool. Coordinator. I wish that it was no thanks. I'm already rich. It's <laughs> not the case. I wish. I wish. Uh, I would do. Coordinator as well. <laughs> Yay! All right. What's your biggest fear? Showing your real emotions, disappointing your parents. That's all the Asian kids, my friend. <laughs> being disliked, being judged by your friends, being alone, people changing for the worse. That's difficult. If you're thinking、It、about being、difficult. alone, as in just me being alone in my room, that would be a perk. But I'm assuming being alone as in having no one in the world. So I'm gonna pick that. Okay. Um, I think it's people changing for the worse. Ooh, people around you changing for the worse. Yeah, like imagine I'm really close with my brother or my family in general. Like if they change for the worse and they become like this asshole, that is not close to me anymore. That breaks、mm. my heart. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I guess in that sense, it's kind of like being alone. But anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> If you were an animal for a day, what would you be? This is actually an interesting question. I can totally see this being in in the read question.、Um, so penguin, 
lion, cheetah, gazelle, is that how I say it? Mm-hmm. Fighting fish. What the fuck? Okay, parrots. We call it betta fish, by the way. It's really strange to see it as fighting fish. Yeah, like fighting fish. Like Usually, to me, if I'm identifying this correctly, and I think betta fish are pretty distinct. This is a betta fish for people in mm-hmm. the audience. Yeah, this is this is a really good interview question. This was an interview um, question I got asked. But I picked a cat for myself. <laughs> I'm going to go with a cheetah here. Oh, I'm going to go with cheetah as well. I want to know what it feels like to run so fast. Yeah, yeah, that's a good reasoning. I just picked a cheetah because I didn't want to be a lion and I didn't want to be prey. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, that's a, that's a good reason as well. Pick a food to eat for the rest of your life. I can never do this. Yeah. And this is definitely not a question for you, Becky. No. Um, because we have the options of hot dogs with condiments stacked on top of it. I hate that. Microwave popcorn. Pie. I know you hate pies. Cheeseburgers <laughs> with Swiss. I can't eat them. With, I don't like pretty much everything on the list except for the popcorn. So I guess, you know, one of two things. I know. And the last two options are turkey and brownies. Wait a sec, though. If I'm imagining that it's a vegetarian hot dog... I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to say it's a vegetarian hot dog. I'm going to pick that cuz I like microwave popcorn. The nutrition I get from that is zero. Corn has yeah. zero nutrition. So technically it's a carb, so you can still get calories, it's not very nutritious. Anyways, um I'm probably going to go with burgers. You sure you don't want to go with turkey imported from Maine? I really wanted to. And then I remember the time when I tried to eat turkey for like a week straight and I couldn't do it. So <laughs> let's not go there. So we're here with um, the last question, I think. What would people say your biggest flaw is? Okay, so I guess that's another <laughs> question for you. You're incredibly stubborn. You have the urge to always be right. <laughs> These two apply to you, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're indecisive. You're insecure. You're a little clumsy. You're self-centered. I'm All of these say... apply to me, except for the last <laughs> one, I think. But <laughs> have your pick. Uh, I will say you have the urge to always be right. Oh, that's definitely Um, For you, I guess maybe you're insecure. I don't think any of these apply to you necessarily. I'm definitely indecisive, to be honest. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) You sound very decisive about being indecisive. Oh, I know for sure that I am, (laughs) but that's okay. Uh, Yeah, being insecure, I think that's honestly probably true as well. So I won't call you wrong there. So what did you get? I got... Taylor. Okay. So you got Taylor. You're a highly intelligent, mature, and independent person with a sophisticated flair and a wide vocabulary. You enjoy helping those who need it and will stick up for your friends at all costs. Overall, you're a bright and wonderful friend who will always stay true to yourself and others. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) You said a lot of nice things. I got something that is totally not me (laughs) so I got Troy okay you are a friendly and outgoing person which is already wrong I'm not outgoing I would always who always thinks the best of people definitely not true and often (laughs) puts the well-being of others before your own your personality makes you a natural leader also not true you have strong beliefs in doing the right thing and you're a great friend 
this is so not true what <laughs> a great friend I'm not an outgoing person. I'm. I don't think the best of people. I assume the worst most that of the time. That one cracks me up, by the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> that one cracks me up, by the way. When you said I don't <laughs> think the best of people, I had no idea about this kind of insight into you. I always oh, really? assume that people think the best of people. Oh, definitely but, not. Uh, yeah, I guess. Not. Yeah, definitely not. And I'm not a natural leader at all. Like, if, if anything, I'll follow. I'm like a follower. From you know? the outskirts, from the outline, uh, like, no, outside, I suppose, not outline. Where's the wide vocabulary when you need it? I do think you are, you come across as very outgoing. Really? At least you do. If you know me, if you really know me, then you know that I'm not. <laughs> that is true. But you come across as like oh. a very professional kind of outgoing. Oh, okay. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank it totally you. is. It totally is. Thank so you. they're kind of like half right, half wrong with you, I suppose. And yeah. Troy is a great character to get. Every single character is a great character. But Troy is is the main character. You got the main character. Yay, I guess. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm much rather to be Taylor, though, but okay. Uh, okay. So I think... Oh, sorry. I'm not going to navigate this for you. Um, drum roll, please. Okay. So you can go first, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10 Wildcats. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'll give it 6.5 out of 10. Oh, way higher than I thought it would be. I'm really, really really happy. (laughs) It's not that bad. It's not that bad. 6.5 out of 10. What should I give it for? Um, What should it be? Something food. Did food come across in this movie? I can't remember, actually. Let's just say karaoke numbers. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. I accept. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So clearly you don't want to do the next part. So I'll do <laughs> yes, it. Yes, please take it away. Thank you. Um, okay, so thank you so much for listening, everybody. To start off, if you want to discuss High School Musical with us, especially with me, I'll be very, very happy if you do. You can contact us on our social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Reddit under Podway Podcast. If you want to discuss, by the way, things are not just High School Musical, anything we covered in the past, any recommendations, especially for things that are a little bit unconventional for us. So that would definitely include plays as unconventional for us, despite what we say every single episode. And uh, even more movies or more animated movies, which we both said would be up our alley. That would definitely be something that we'd love to connect with you about. If you are not a social media person, you can do all of that and more through our email address at podwaypodcast at gmail.com. And if you have it in your big, ginormous, beautiful, wide heart to give us a star rating or a review wherever you're listening to the podcast from so Spotify or wherever else uh, please do so because it will help people find our podcast that way it will boost it in the unknowing mysterious algorithm and the more the community grows the better it is for everybody try doing that if you want to if not that's fine um and that's it from us Thank you so much for listening and bye. Bye. That is a portion where I do recording stop.